0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sharafil anbiya wal mursaleen Muhammad wa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, tasleem al-kathir al-kathir al-kathir. From Abadu, my brothers and sisters, if I ask you or you ask me, what did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bring, what was the key, one key thing that he brought, which changed the entire life of the Sahaba, your What would you say? Because if you see his message, what if you if you say what did he bring? He did not bring, for example, a new economic system, right? He didn't bring a new methodology of doing business or something, you don't do it like this, do like this. He didn't bring a new currency. He did not bring a new method of agriculture or animal husbandry, which is what they used to do there, agriculture. So he didn't say raise animals like this, do farming like this, no. He did not bring any new technology. So what did he bring? What he brought was a new way of looking at things. Nazaria, new way of looking at things. And that new way of looking at things was where he moved the finish line from the end of this life to Akhira. the finish line of the race, the race called life. The normal finish line of the race, even to this day, when we talk about people, what do they say? You know, you get up, you. Have a child. The child is in school. Then you say, which kind of college should he go to? Which career? Which profession? After that, which are the companies? What careers? So which which are the organizations that this you should you want to join? So I want to work for this company, that company. I want to work for the government. I want to work for this, and then you say, well, now I'm getting. I'm 40. I'm 45. I should have a retirement plan. So I must invest in something, whether it's real estate or it's shares or whatever, right? I have a retirement plan. And that's it. So I have a good career and then I have a good retirement plan. I have a trust fund set up for finances and so on and so on. And okay, that is a good life, well thought out, well planned. Even to, to even to this day, you go to you go to any consultant or you know life coach or what they, they will teach you this. Rasulullah brought a system which said it doesn't end with this life; it continues, and where it goes is forever. That doesn't end. So one point. Second point was, whatever you do in this life. This life is the sphere in which you have control. Like we talk about the sphere of control and the sphere of influence, circle of control, circle of influence. So this circle of control that I have is with, is in this life, and this circle of control I have in this life I can enhance it by using my head, by thinking, by planning, by strategizing, because people just live life like. You know, you wake up, you sleep, you wake up, you sleep, you eat something, you feel happy, you feel sad, you sad, glad, bad, mad, and you're dead. But people who have intelligence, they don't live like this. They think about things. They reflect. They introspect. They You know, they do all this. Alhamdulillah. Very good. So, when you do that, your circle of control is within this lifespan until this life ends. But the effect of those deeds, the effect of those actions continues in the hereafter. So today in this life, for example, I get to choose whether I want to get an interest-based mortgage to buy a house. This is my choice. I can do it or I may not do it. But the effect of that House stays here, house doesn't go anywhere. But the choice I made goes with me into my hereafter. In this life I get to choose whether I want to come to the masjid and pray Salah by Jamaah or I pray at home. I'm not talking about not praying, you still pray, but you know I pray at home or somewhere. The effect of that choice, if I pray at home I get one reward, if I come to the masjid I get 27 rewards effect of it goes into the Akhira. now this is what Rasul brought and this is how he so I call this the moving of the finish line the race doesn't finish here race continues so now when you have people who are thinking race does not race finishes here they are thinking in a certain way they are acting in a certain way they are doing certain things they are taking certain decisions because race ends here so what is the point of doing anything I, I should enjoy myself right I must have a nice house and a nice car and this and this And so on and so on. Somebody says, no, 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 but you know, what what, about, forget all this, I must have a good life here. Okay. But when when you change it to say race and somewhere else, you get a very different mindset. Very different mindset. So people then, for example, one of the simple things, we have parents, elderly parents. Usually what happens, especially in these countries, you take your elderly when they get it, too old, when they, you know, it's take like too much trouble taking care of them, put them into a nursing home, Whereas you might say, no, 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 I'm not going to put them, I, yeah, I will not put them in a nursing home, I will take care of them. Even if I put them in a nursing home, I'm going to go there every single day and be with them and spend time with them and so on. All of this is investment in the akhirah. So Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Wasallam changed that. And that is why he changed the definition of the term net worth. Right? Today if you say net worth, what do you mean? You say, what is what is uh, Bill Gates' net worth? It is whatever it is. You say, what is Elon Musk's net worth? It is whatever it is. Rasulullah changed the f- definition of net worth from value of material to value of actions from mal to amal and that is why HNI high net worth individual the definition changed from Abu Lahab to Abu Bakr so Abu Bakr was Abu, Abu, Abu Lahab was a man with lot of money Abu Bakr was a man with a lot of amal so, net worth changed from mal to amal. From so, now if, you, if the net worth is changing from mal to amal, what do you think the life will change? How, how do you think life will change? You're focusing on that because everyone, all of us, we are focused on increasing our net worth. So, when I change my net worth, when I change my definition of net worth, then actions change. So if you see people, take for example the, the big names in the in the Sierra, Take Abu Bakr Siddique Take Sahir Nawab Khatawala. Take Khalid bin Walid. All these people, they did whatever they used to do, but they did it with a different focus. When the focus changed, life changed, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala promised them jannah. You know, in this in this life itself. And that is the challenge for us because this is the same message. The message has not changed. The same message of Rasulullah is there till today and it will continue till the day of judgment. So I ask myself, I remind myself and I request you to remind yourself, how do I define net worth for myself? Number one. Number two question is, where is my, where is the finish line of my race? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah said, the one who has been freed from the hellfire and entered into Jannah, only that person is successful. That's going to happen in the akhirah. Not, here we don't know. Here we don't know. But the one who has been freed from the hellfire and entered into Jannah, only this person, only this person is successful. And that is why these two things I remind myself and you. One, define the finish line of your life. Where is that? And two, define net worth. What does wealth mean to me? How do I define what am I, I say, what am I worth? I've always said it's a, it's a very demeaning and degrading thing to refer to a human being as he is worth so many million dollars. <inaudible> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, bani adam. Allah said, we, I have given the, the uh, children of Adam, I have given them ikram. I have you know raised their honor. And you want to say this person is worth so much money? That is how you, you judge a horse or a, or a cow or a, or, or a dog. you know. I want to go buy a dog. How much? This much. What is the worth of the dog? So much. What is the worth of the horse? So much. Not a human being. This is how we do. We look at the business papers. What do they say? So-and-so's worth is so much in money, not in, not in character, right? Not in compassion, not in akhlaq. In money. I mean, I tell you, we come from cultures where our languages are different. You know, in our, in our Urdu, someone you that this man is so much, So you him. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll hit you. He says, what kind of thing? <laughs> but ka. Admiya I'm this is what this is the, the problem of materialistic world. Materialism today is the biggest religion. The the fastest spreading people say the fastest spreading religion is Islam. Say, no, fastest spreading religion is materialism, not Islam. So, I want to end with this. Let us remind ourselves, this is the message of Muhammad Where does your race end? What is the finish line of the race? And how do you define your net worth? We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to help us to do that in a way which is of benefit to us so that we can win the real race which ends over there. We ask Allah to free us from the hellfire and enter us into Jannah and with us all our families and our ancestors, everybody, inshallah. وَصَلَ اللَّهُ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ كَرِيْمٍ وَالَّذِي هِيَ وَصَاهِيَةٌ مِنْ بِرَاهِمٍ كَيَرْفَعُهُ